0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Blood Talk. We're going to be talking about an analysis of Doctor Who Series 13 the trailer that came out just over a day ago actually. Um So yeah, we've just if you've just seen my last podcast, I was doing an analysis on the next Scream film trailer, so you could go and check that out if you're looking forward to watching that film. And I just wanted to add a little note on, uh, if you are gonna watch that, uh, uh, listen to that, sorry, podcast I did on on the the trailer, um, or if you've come from that, I wanted to add that I did look on the cast for Scream Five, and Emma Roberts was in the cast list, which I mean, of course, if you've seen Scream uh, Four then you know what that might mean. But, um, you know, I mean, is it possible that she survived? Who knows? Uh, anyway, so yeah, we've got nothing to do with that today. Uh, number 22 on Trending for the UK is Doctor Who Flux official trailer with 350,000 views and actually a good like-to-dislike ratio for once to do with Doctor Who so a bit of context doctor who in the past two years, has not been very good um I say two years blame it's twenty twenty one isn't it the past f- three years three almost four years it's not been very good essentially since Jodie Whitaker and chris Chibnall came it's it's yeah I think we can all agree it's been nowhere near the best era of the show, and quite possibly the worst era of the show. Um, I will say that series twelve was a step up from series eleven, but probably only because there were more, there was more variety with the stories. You know, there was more returning characters and stuff, um, and they didn't play it as safe. However, series twelve wasn't that good either. But now for the first time in Who history, they've actually named the season something. Like, you could make an argument that every season of Doctor Who, well, new Doctor Who so far, could have a a name to it. For example, season one could be Bad Wolf, season two could be Torchwood, season three could be Harold Saxon, season four could be... uh, I don't know about series four, actually... Um, the reality bomb i don't know but you get my point each season of doctor who since the 2005 reboot has had one or two recurring words that could make for the name of the season uh, season arc it had so i'm presuming it's the same thing with this however there's only going to be six stories in this season So it'll be like, as Jodie Whittaker called it, a six-hour-long film. Because all the stories are interconnected. So, this trailer's not very long. It's only about 50 seconds. So, let's get into it. The first shot we see is of Jodie, and she's got her hair messed up, actually. And she flicks out a sonic screwdriver, and she's sending, like, quite a massive sonic blast. I don't know why... No context on that. And then we cut to some... Woman, clearly from the past, with an umbrella. And another woman from... Somewhere? Uh, I don't know. And then we get the Doctor going. I'm the Doctor, this is Yaz, and this is Dan. And Dan is obviously the new companion played by John Bishop. Um, We see some, like, Sontaran battleships are being worked on in, I think it might be the Liverpool docks. And we see one of those creatures that we'll see later on in the trailer being like disintegrated. We see Jodie in the TARDIS, we see the TARDIS flying, we see some guy, we see some girl, we see some Chewbacca rip off, uh, we see a colonel we see a Santarin on a horse taking his mask off, which is honestly one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And the Sontaran redesign is fucking terrifying. <laughs> I love it. It's brilliant. Uh, then we actually see an Ood. Um So that's Oud. We're not seeing the Ood in about 10 years. Uh, we see Jody and Mandip, upside, Mandip Yasmin Khan upside down, handcuffed, and Jody says, for some reason, something like, for some reason, I think this might be my fault. Um, then we see him in a corridor with Jodie saying, run for your life, running from something, shooting a laser. Then we see Neil from the Inbetweeners with some woman falling. Um, we see Dan and Yaz, and they're in the Sontaran story, and I can tell by the atmosphere. Then we see some, like, weird, I don't know, looks like a bunch of just particles, like, covering a planet. Uh, Then we see that guy, I don't know his name, just that that guy who was in the first trailer for this, uh, I don't know him. Anyway, it's coming, it says, and then we see the Doctor and Yaz falling uh be ready it says and there's like a bunch of fighting and then the dancer's in this weird kind of place with some red skull ripoff guy he like seriously that is a massive ripoff of the red skull and we see that guy i don't know his name uh enter something with like these weird <sighs> i don't know look like brides or something uh, then we see another like Red school rip-off, but he's blue, and we see Neil from the Inbetweeners again. It says one epic story, and we see Sontarans in a fight uh, from the medieval era, and that's really cool, actually. Over six thrilling chapters, and then we see some pretty bad CGI, honestly, of that girl we saw with Neil in front of something. Uh, Then we see some old guy who might be a historical figure looking out at the Weeping Angels. Um, We see the Cybermen. We see Jodie running to the TARDIS. Uh, We see Jodie falling. And then we see, like, the Sontarans' ships exploding. And that's the end of the trailer. So, honestly, a lot of people have said, funnily enough, that this is, like, the best trailer for Doctor Who we've ever had. Um, It's not it's not even like a proper trailer. I don't think Doesn't give anything away Um, I Don't think it's bad though. I actually think it's a pretty good trailer and I will say this It's not the best trailer in Doctor Who history But the visuals are by far the best visuals in Doctor Who history seriously the visuals here are absolutely gorgeous like, the only good thing about Jodie Whittaker's era, or at least, like, the only thing about Jodie Whittaker's era better than any of the other Doctors are the visuals. Visuals here are gorgeous. Just the way everything looks, it's great. Of course, there was that bad CGI moment. It's it's only bad CGI because of the lighting. The lighting just doesn't fit. But, you know what? I've, I'll give him a pass on that as well, because I don't have any context. There might be some kind of reason the lighting's bad there. Um, I mean, who knows, it's Doctor Who, they improvise well. And of course, that image of a Sontaran on a horse, that that's just bloody amazing. And the Sontaran itself, it's obviously a redo of the classic design, and it looks brilliant. It looks terrifying, but brilliant. I love it. Um... Can't really I want to make a theory, but I can't really make any kind of theory just based off this It don't really give any story plots away. It just kind of shows the new characters What we'll say though is this flux uh, What it means is essentially that Anything can be changed. Like we've heard the doctor say it a few times in the history of the show where he says uh, Everything's in flux. It means anything can be changed any moment in time isn't fixed it can be changed uh so presumably if i had to make an assumption because we've seen the sontarans in two areas of history we see him in modern day liverpool and we see him in that fight possibly what's going on here is that something i don't know what but something has caused like time to be messed up possibly the fact that gallifrey was destroyed like, this could be actually a good way of writing a story. Say that the reason, like, after Gallifrey was destroyed, something in the process was destroyed by the Master or the Doctor. That that's basically stopped time from being fixed. And now anything can be changed. And that shows the consequences of the Doctor's and the Master's battles and actions. And that would be a good story plot. Um, And that could be what? causes the Sontarans to be in two eras of history at once because anything in history can be changed and honestly it would be a good way of raising the stakes because David Tennant of course he was the one who would I think he was the one who introduced the whole idea of time being in flux at some points and it's to give the show more stakes um like, for example, in the Shakespeare Code, he said everything in flux, so anything could be changed. But in other stories, like The Waters of Mars, it was a fixed point in time, but he changed it and mucked everything up. Um, so he was the one who brought in the concept. So we kind of know what it's about. And we know that whatever's changing, it's just going to be a bunch of timey-wimey stuff that, uh, will, well, it'll get messed up. I don't know. Um, honestly, I just, I want to give a better theory on what's gonna happen than that, but honestly, I don't know what to tell you. Just, there's not enough story from what we've seen. Um, yeah, so I'm sorry this was a relatively short podcast, but I just I can't really tell you uh what what you know, what it's about. Uh I might like, if there's another trailer that comes out for it or whatever, um I may uh I may do another podcast on it, but that's and it seems unlikely at this point. It's only thirteen days away. Sorry, fourteen days away until the first episode uh, premieres so it seems unlikely we'll be getting any other trailer but I will do some I'll probably do some kind of review on the first episode and just see if I can gather anything from it Uh, yeah but yeah that's about everything Uh, thank you very much for listening Uh, I hope you agree with me that the trailer wasn't even that bad Uh, And I hope you don't think it's too good either, like some people think. But, yeah, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you later. Goodbye.